My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 19th of September, not August, if you were confused by yesterday's date, so was I. Uh, But we were just trying to keep you on your toes. Anyway, I'm Zara. I'm Nina, TDA's podcast producer, and I take full responsibility for that date situation. Thank you to everybody who sent us very kindly worded messages. At least we know they're listening. Exactly. We know you're out there. Thank you for that help. So it's the stuff that dreams are made of. Spending your Thursday night out, partying with friends and not having to set an alarm for the next day, but in fact just having a day off. A four-day work week sounds too good to be true. You are effing mad. Oh, that'll never happen in my organisation. Oh, that'll never work. But a new development might mean a four-day work week is a step closer to reality. And we're going to explain why in the deep dive. But first, Nina, some more news on that Qatar Airways story. It just keeps going, Zara. A Senate inquiry will begin today to investigate the government's decision to block Qatar Airways' bid to fly more services to Australia. And if you want to know more about this story, we have done a deep dive. I'll chuck that link in the show notes. But the move to reject Qatar's proposed extra 28 flights a week has drawn criticism in recent weeks. The hearings will examine the rejected Qatar application and will also examine airline competition in Australia more broadly. Popular dating apps like Bumble and Hinge have been asked to develop new safety codes for their platforms. The federal government is calling for online dating companies to work together to develop and implement an industry-wide code, but it hasn't ruled out legislative measures if safety practices don't improve. The safety code is set to come into effect in the middle of next year. Multiple Victorian venues have been charged with alleged underage gambling incidents. The Victorian Gambling and Casino Control Commission alleged 27 instances of illegal gambling by a minor across eight venues last year. The operators are facing a combined fine of over $1 million. And the good news, a soccer match featuring the Matildas will be relocated to a larger venue to accommodate soaring demand for tickets, and that is, of course, off the back of their history-making run at the Women's World Cup. The Olympic qualifier against the Philippines is now slated to be played at Perth's Optus Stadium, which has a capacity of 60,000, three times the capacity of the original venue. All right, Nina. Are you for or against a four-day work week? Well, as you very well know, I spent mm-hmm. approximately 55 minutes on hold to my electricity provider today. Yeah, you were growing in <laughs> anger as the minutes <laughs> wore on. And I was trying to be, like, nice because, you know, it's not the person's fault who's answering no. the phone, but you no. just – everyone's experienced that frustration. And I just think, you know, it's not a great use of my time at work mm. and it would be nice. I would nice. agree with that sentiment. <laughs> Thanks, your employer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be nice to have a day to be able to deal with those things that's yeah. not cutting into your precious weekend time. Also when things are closed and you can't do those things anyway. I think it's funny because often when we talk about four-day work weeks, critics of four-day work weeks will automatically say, well, people are just going to laze around and do nothing and all of this, but you're saying you want to have that day to talk to electricity providers. 100% and go for runs and do my laundry, just get stuff done, you know? Well, 
Turns out you're not alone in thinking that might be a productive thing to do because an ACT parliamentary committee, so it's a committee that is made up of members of parliament from the government, from the opposition, from the Greens, so, you know, tripartisan, if you will, they've recommended that the public sector should trial a four-day work week in the ACT. And the committee says that the public sector is well-placed to see how it could work in Australia more broadly. So it could be something that catches on. When we're talking about a four-day work week, I think there's still some misunderstandings mm. and misconceptions about what that looks like because it doesn't exist in most of our lives yet. No. What are they talking about when they're saying a four-day work week? So typically, a four-day work week means that employees are still paid their full-time salary for only four days of work. So essentially your output isn't changing, how much you're getting paid isn't changing, but you're just rocking up to work four days instead of five days. And the idea being that you can be as productive with less time as you are with the full five days. You just get more done in that time. Yeah, exactly. And so if we go back to the ACT, this committee into the four-day work week was established in 2021 and it actually came about as a result of several businesses worldwide trialling the shortened week. This does feel like a move forward, a step forward, because we have heard all of those reports, all of those studies that have Mm. been showing us that this is a possibility. But this feels like the first time a government body has been really forced to acknowledge or reckon with this as a potential action point. So what did this committee find? So the committee found strong support among the ACT community for a four-day work week. And essentially what it recommended was that a public sector trial, so that would include anyone that's employed by the ACT government, so staffing government departments, public hospitals, public schools, things like that, that they would move to a four-day work week. And one of the really interesting points that I think you actually pointed out in the report was that it speaks about what would happen in a school setting if teachers went to four days and what happens to students then. Yeah, so I don't think we have an idea yet of what this would all look like, but Mm. I think there is this idea being explored that if it was a four-day school week that that could potentially have benefits for students as well. They'd have an extra day to sleep, catch up on homework. Not sure how parents would feel about that. Especially working parents. Yeah. So a lot of questions I think here still to kind of get into. Yeah. And so that was just for the public sector, but the committee actually recommended a voluntary trial in the private sector as well. But that would obviously be for you know, for private companies to opt into. One of the things the committee's report did was address some of the common preconceptions about how the four-day working week would operate. Mm. What did it say? So I think one of the things that we hear about often is this idea that if you're going from a five-day to a four-day work week, your productivity will inevitably drop. And, you know, this comes up in conversations. Employers might feel like they're picking up, you know, the slack and that that's not fair. But what we're finding is that the majority of evidence is saying the same thing. The committee report pointed to a recent Australian study which found that 70% of participating companies reported an increase in productivity and 30% said that productivity stayed the same. So none of those businesses were reporting that there was a decrease in productivity. So that's kind of debunking that idea around Mm. a loss of productivity. Yeah. What are some of the things the report pointed to as the benefits of a four-day working week? So the committee heard evidence that a four-day work week had an, and I quote, overwhelmingly positive impact on employee well-being. So this was due in part to employees having extra days off to do admin tasks, like talk to electricity (laughs) providers, to attend medical appointments and to exercise, you know, things that when you're working full time, I know you just don't find the time to do. 
We actually did a story about the four-day work week last year where we spoke to employees whose companies are already doing this about the impact that it's had on their lives. So really just trying to understand on a personal level, what is this doing? I decided that I was going to use that time to start my own little business. I went and did my bar certification, which is a combination of yoga, Pilates and um, ballet. So I do coaching on Fridays. I've really just filled my week with more work but it's something that I really enjoy. One of the biggest things is getting that pesky admin out the way, which generally takes up your whole Saturday or Sunday. So your grocery shopping, Medicare, going to the bank, lining up at Service New South Wales. And because I do feel like we have focused a lot on the employee perspective, and I'll just fly the employer perspective flag for a second, it's really interesting that according to studies, the four-day work week is actually benefiting employers too. So there was a Swinburne University study that found a correlation between better work-life balance and a reduction in absenteeism and sick days. So more people were rocking up. Well, I'll remember that when I ask you about <laughs> plans at TDA in the future. So the committees provided all this evidence. They've recommended this trial in the public sector. Does that mean that's going to happen? Is it around the corner? Well, essentially... All the committee has done is make a recommendation and it's ultimately up to the ACT government to do with that what they will. They can reject it, they can accept it, they can really do whatever they like. Interestingly though, the ACT Labor Party, who forms part of the ACT government, did actually agree to support moving towards a four-day work week at the party's annual conference a few months back. But the government does have until the end of the year to formally respond to the committee's findings. So we'll just have to wait and see whether they decide to adopt this one in particular. I do think it's worth noting that new laws would need to be passed at a federal level for the entire ACT workforce to transition to a four-day work week. And there's, as with anything, likely to be a fair bit of politicking on that one. Okay, so Zara. Mm. You can't be surprised that at the end of this conversation, I have to ask you, is there in your mind a real potential for you as an employer Mm. to introduce something like this? Do you think it would work at TDA? Um, I think it's challenging when you work in news because we don't work like most other newsrooms. We don't roster people on. So when I worked at Sky News in the past, you know, I was rostered on at 3 a.m., four mornings a week and it was such fun um and that was the way that you were able to capture the 24-hour news cycle we try to prioritize work-life balance by sticking kind of to a nine-to-five job and in doing so I think that we'd either need to move to a roster system to accommodate that because someone would always need to be on but I also yeah I really see the merit in as a person who works in a business just happens to be our business but like I never exercise I never find time to exercise and we talk about that a lot in the office I think there's a huge sentiment among everyone at TDA that everyone feels better after exercising and we talk about it all the time yeah I've heard (laughs) it's good for you but I just think they're they're yeah There are lots of benefits. I think for new businesses and for small businesses, it's certainly more challenging. But if we are going to say that we're innovative and we're new and we're capturing the next generation, I do think it's something we have to take seriously. I just would need some help with how that actually looks and works in reality. So look to the big dogs to see how it's working for them and then adopt what we can internally. Okay, cool. Well, I'll be keeping an eye on that one closely. Thank you. I'll keep an eye on the politicking and you keep an eye on me. (laughs) And in the meantime, I have to go deal with my (laughs) electricity (laughs) Electricity provider. (laughs) If we have any electricity providers listening, please go and help Nina. She needs it. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Daily Oz. If you have any thoughts or questions about the four-day working week, there's a comment box under the show description in Spotify. We'd love to hear from you. Sam and Zara will be back as normal from tomorrow. Until then, have an excellent day. 